Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I have John Hoopalo with me, and we just got done with a very passionate talk. I think it's probably the most passionate talk you could have about college debt and, uh, and college student loans and that kind of thing. And so if you haven't listened to that yet, please go back and listen to the full-length interview. Uh, you're going to get a lot of information out of it that was super um, useful, impactful, and, uh, and current. And so, uh, but this is the high impact series. This is where I'm going to ask the one question and find a takeaway that you can go have a money talk with your kids. This is an opportunity to change their financial trajectory, but also open up the relationship with between you and your kids so that you can break that barrier down about talking about money. And so that when they later in life have bigger and bigger money uh, challenges to talk about that they know that they can come to you and it's a lifelong thing. And so John, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it, Cody. All right, cool, man. Um, so here's the big question, right? What is the one thing that you uh, would teach about in school that our schools don't teach that has had a major impact on your life? Yeah, that's a really great question. And um, I think it's, it's kind of interesting. The, the answer for me is that I would tell kids, you have to realize, even young kids, you have to have control over your life, right? So a lot of times you, know, you go through life and you depend on your parents for everything. And, you know, kids sort of grow up at different rates and just to know that you, you have to have control. And so for, you know, younger kids, maybe that means just something simple, like teaching them, talking to them about like how they control their money. Like what is spending? Like what's the difference between, you know, the, the Sesame street three jars kind of thing. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's, it's pretty cool. You know, you get your, your allowance, you know, you earn it, you spend it, or you give it to somebody, right? You know, and just at that level of like, I have control over this, even when I'm younger, like, and just put that thought in their mind that they, they're going to make choices. Like economics is all about making choices, right? And you teach times a lot of parents or want their kids not necessarily to make choices because, you know, as parents, the last thing you want is your kid coming back to you and saying, oh, I'm going to do it this way when you want them to do it the other way, right? And I think the problem with that is, from a money perspective is that the parents then don't empower the kids early enough to know that money is like really important and they're going to make choices along the way, you know, and I saw with my daughters growing up, but you know, so, you know, you earn this $2, you know, do you want to go and spend $2 at the ice cream store today? Or do you want to spend $10 for a doll down the road? Right. And so one of my girls is like very impulsive delayed gratification is not on her radar screen. So she was buying ice cream, you know, and her sister was buying dolls. And on the end of the day, they were both happy, but they were making really different choices. So um, I think that that that's really important. And the reason why I, I, I put it in the context of like college is that it's not too early when kids are even in middle school to just say to them, you know, what do you think you want to do in high school? What's interest to you? And like, what kind of job could you get doing that? And there are these resources out there now. Like, why don't you go and like, tell me like two or three jobs you might be able to do that would be pretty cool, right? And they can go and do some Google searches. And they get to high school, you know, just ask them, okay, you know, you're, you, do you want to go to college? What do you want to do? And again, you're, you're asking them, you're not telling them, you're saying, what do you want to do, right? And, and what do you, what choice do you want to make? Do you, you think a community college or a big food, you, what, what's your dream? Like, how do you think about college? And then you can go to places um, like, you know, mycollegecorner.com where we have a college search engine there. You say, okay, go find a school. And then you can ask them, well, how much does that cost? Right. And then it's, the, the problem is, and I think you, you say it really nicely. Um, a lot of, there's some research about this actually, that parents would rather talk to their kids about the birds and the bees than money and paying for college, right? You just don't want to go there. 
because it's the I, I call it in our book the the sort of daily double of parental fragility. It's about our kids and our money, right? And so you don't want necessarily for your kids to know, well, maybe I didn't save anything for you, or maybe I didn't do this, or whatever. So that becomes a really hard conversation. But I think the actionable thing is at an appropriate point in their lives, get them to do something where they're doing it. They're seeing that they're going to have choices. They can go and do a search and say, oh, yeah, gee, I'd like to go to FSU. Oh, I didn't realize it costs that much, right? What do I have to do in ninth grade, 10th grade to understand how I can afford to go to that particular school? And then that, that kind of gets the money talk going. And um, I think it is a hard subject, uh, but I, I do think there are subtle ways to get parents to give their kids the opportunity to mature a little bit and then make choices. And they may hopefully will make better choices about college. That's really funny. I was just thinking about something with my parents. Like I was, uh, I was, I was given a lot of early choices in my life. And one of them was like my hair. Right. And so there was this really bad, like painting in my house where I had a mullet <laughs> and it used to have, and, and my, and my parents, just cause my dad was, uh, my dad, he, he was like, that's when he took me to go get like family photos and stuff. And so it was like up on the wall. So it was there for like the rest of my life. And one of these, like, it was, like, it was the biggest picture in our house. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. so it was kind of a reminder, I think for me, but in his tongue in cheek way, but, um, <laughs> um, but no, I, uh, so Stephen Covey has a principle around that. And that, um, that's the only thing that God has given us is choice. Right. Yeah. And so, um, if we don't like the outcomes, then we have to review the choices that we make. And I think that that's a huge principle for kids is that like, you can dictate the outcomes from the choices that you make, or you can, cause you can re you can, you can reverse engineer it. Right. And so like you said, if you wanted to go to uh, Penn state and uh, you found out like, the amount of money and it was going to take to go, and then you found out, okay, like scholarships are generally going to be like 3.7 and above and as certain SAT scores or whatever it is. Right. Well, at ninth grade, instead of someone just telling you to have good grades, you go, hey, man, you want to go to Penn State? You better go ace that test. And it's a right. why, right? And kind of like what we talked about earlier, like using college as a, as a, as a tool to get to yep. a certain a quantifiable end result. Yep. Well, the same thing, you can do that backwards with colleges and say, okay, you want to get to this college, you need to go do your homework tonight or you're never going to make it to Penn State where you want to go to school. And right. now you have a why to focus on and you could even put stuff up in the rooms, you know, to re as reminders. And this is why this, I think it's a really, <laughs> I think that's actually a reliever for parents. A lot of times, instead of just trying to push a string, now you're pulling as a leader and saying, look, you want to go somewhere, follow me. This is what you got to do to get yep. to where you want to go. Not where I want you to go, or I'm telling you to go. Yeah, no, that's it. You know, in the, on the longer show, we talked a lot about effort and result. And, you know, your, your listeners might not see this, but you have this great poster over your shoulder. that says either I will find a way or I will create a way, but I will not create an excuse, right? And, and that's kind of what happens. You know, you get to the end of the road and say, oh, here are all the reasons why this didn't work out. And by the way, none of it's my fault sometimes. And you look back and say, well, if you made some different choices along the road, you know, maybe it would have been different. And Again, I, I don't want to put, you know, I'm not playing a blame game with at the end game with parents and students because there's a lot of emotion wrapped up in all that. But just the idea from the beginning that there are choices. And if you can separate the emotion from the fact, you're going to have a better result. It's just yeah. going to happen that way. Agreed. Agreed. And I think that that's a, uh, I think that's a great takeaway for parents to be able to sit down and have a talk with their kids is that like the results are not always 100% uh, directly correlated to our choices because there's a lot of factors that go into results, yep. but our choices are 100% a uh, determination of what our results are. 
right? Yeah, I agree. It, it only works one way. And so if you didn't like the results, then you need to look at the choices and say, okay, well, what better choices can we make? But I think that uh, having that conversation of what results do you want? What's the best choices we can make to get to that result? Right. Yeah, I think that's no, a big, that's a big concept. You know, that we have, it's a personal responsibility uh, conversation. Uh, that's, that's a really good one to have, I think with kids. And, um, you know, I think that's a great point that as a, as a good takeaway for the high impact series. And so um, John, I want to say, man, it's been a great conversation with you um, both interviews. I really want to thank you for coming on money talkers with me. Um, I know the website, but why don't you tell the parents where the best place is to find out about what you guys are doing to, uh, to educate parents um, on, uh, all things college, basically. Yeah, thanks. Uh, financing. Uh, the no, thanks, Cody. The money talkers uh, can go to mycollegecorner.com. Uh, we love talking to you. It's uh, hard to say that we had fun talking about student loans, but I think we did. And uh, hopefully we can talk again. <laughs> Sounds awesome, man. Thanks again. I really appreciate you coming on money talkers with me. Parents, this is your opportunity. Take the earbuds out, take the headphones off, go have a money talk with your kids. Force yourself to start having these conversations because it's going to impact their lives and their financial trajectory. And, uh, and it's also going to open up and, and deepen your relationship with them around the whole subject. And so uh, get out there and have a money talk. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at The Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids' financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.